Welcome to the What's Awesome Podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. Ah, yes. The 13th episode OVA that bridged the gap between the first major Gundam series and the next. Thank you for listening to the What's Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, it's Batman Live 2002 and I'm back with another Mobile Suit Gundam review for you. I'm just going to keep rolling them out. I'm going to keep reviewing Gundam until I get through them all. So here we go. We are in the next series in line. Actually, I missed like two movies. But whatever, I ain't doing them in order, so... But this one is called Mobile Suit Gundam Star Dust Memory. Takes place in the year 083. And if you recall from the previous review, if you haven't listened to it, I was going to say watch, but you can't watch a podcast, and I can't. You actually could, but I don't have a camera. I choose not to use it. Anyway, um, it takes the original Mobile Suit Big Daddy Mobile Suit Gundam, takes place... And 1979, 1979, 0079, coincidentally, it came out in 1979. So maybe the people who created Gundam's like, oh, we'll just do it with the year, you know, the current year. And then we'll put the the number, the last two numbers anyway, regardless. Let's get on with this review. So this is a 13 episode OVA and it aired from May 23rd, 1991 to September 24th, 1992. Uh, the studio that brought us this anime, Sunrise, of course. And the licensors are Nozumi Entertainment and Bandai Entertainment, of course. Always the same folks. Different folks with different strokes. And the same folks with same strokes. Anyway, so let's get on with the synopsis. I'm going to keep it nice and short for you. This is going to be a very long... Um, it's not going to be a very long review. Because of the fact that um, it, it's a short... It's, it's a bridging series. It's kind of like 8th MS Team, <clears throat> except that 8th MS Team doesn't really bridge anything. It's just a side story. This is somewhat, it's not even a side story. It's a bridging story because we get some pretty big events. Um, there's a, um, a a force in the next series, Zeta Gundam, that are called the Titans. And they come, like, and they're a big, you know, they're a big threat in the, the newer series. Um, but I'm not going to spoil anything. Anyway, um, they come about from this series. So it's, you know, it's essential viewing if you're trying to get through the entire uh, universal century in order. And um, so the series or the, the thing that I didn't review, or the, the I guess it's a movie, I don't remember. But the, the prequel to this series is called Mobile Suit Gundam 0080, War in the Pocket. And the one that comes after this, the sequel, is 
Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. But anyway, let's get to the synopsis. So basically, Stardust Memory 00083 is a short OVA. It tells a side story apart from the main continuity, but at the same time, it's a bridging. And like, you don't need to watch it, but you really should to gain a better understanding of what's going to happen in the next next Gundam series, uh, Zeta Gundam. So basically, this Gundam is um, where the Federation has this really powerful new prototype, as they always do. They always have a powerful prototype, and it's always getting stolen. Like, get the fruit out of here, man. Like, you guys need better security stuff, because every time you guys get a new powerful Gundam, that month's getting stolen. And <laughs> um, so this this thing begins, or the series begins, and there's a guy named Anavel, Anavel, I'm killing his name, whatever. Anavel Gato, all right? He's a Xeon ace pilot. He goes, he steals his new prototype mobile suit. And the problem with this mobile suit is that not only is it overpowered, but this thing has a nuke on it. So, so what are you supposed to do? Not only does this thing take out like 50 other regular mobile suits by itself, but now this thing can shoot a nuke. So, so you can imagine that everyone's just losing a friggin' mind because, you know, they can get nuked at any time. I guess the other... Gundams can't shoot nukes, I guess, but this one can't. So the its recapture is of the highest priority. I was like, "Yo, son, we need to get this." It's the Federation. The Federation's like, "Yo, we need to we need to get this thing back before we get nuked." Okay, <laughs> like like this this is crazy. So now we have a bunch of newbie pilots uh, in the protagonist Ko Uraki, and he's teaming up with a guy named Chuck Keith. And you know they're they're like you know they're just noobs like they they're just they don't they don't have any special ability I guess Cole does he's the protagonist anyway I wrote this back in 2014 so I don't remember if Cole was a new type or not I think he was just a regular soldier and um, obviously him being the protagonist he uh, gets a lot of action and then they're led by a guy like he's a super ace his name is South Burning. That's awesome. What kind of name is South Burning? That's dope, man. So you got Ko Uraki, who's the protagonist. Then you got some other guy named Chuck Keith. I guess that's his homeboy. And then you got this guy named South Burning. You know, like they're all in this unit. And it's, it's just awesome. What kind of name is South Burning? Anyway, so yeah, then their their mission is to recapture, recapture this nuke-having Gundam before they're nuked by it. So that's the synopsis. Let's get into the review, baby. So I'm going to keep this review short and simple because there's an overview. I wrote it back in 2014, uh, March 31st of 2014. So it's been a minute. I went in, uh, caught myself up a little bit, you know, just look at the artwork, the music, all that kind of stuff. English dub, always the dub. It's just so good with these Gundam series, like Studio Ghibli. Like, you can't, you can't find, like, tell me one Studio Ghibli movie um, that didn't have a, a good dub, all right? It's the same thing with these Gundam series. Like, every single one of them, for the most part, I'm sure there's a crappy dub out there. I am positive, but I have yet to encounter it anyway, so I'm going to keep this short and uh, sweet. Two uh, is a 13-episode OVA, and like I said, it's a good bridging series between, and you could go as far as to say it's a essential bridging series between um, Mobile Suit, Big Daddy, 
Gundam and Zeta Gundam. And you know what? Let me look something up real quick. I'm going to just do it right now because I'm in front of my computer. Mobile Suit Gundam Zeta and uh, uh, my anime list. We're going to look at what year because Mobile Suit Zeta actually came out before this one. So in my last podcast, I was telling you guys how um, the way the Universal Century works is that if you want to watch it in order, you're going to watch really a really new series, then a really old series, and then some older movies and such, and then a newer series. Like, you're jumping back between the 80s, literally from the, you're jumping back from the 2016, then you jump to 1979, then you jump to the 90s, and then you jump back to the 80s again. So you're literally going to be jumping back and forth in, in, like, in terms of quality and artwork and all that kind of stuff. But the story, if you want to get in order, you're just going to have to go back and watch each of these series in the timeline. If it says 0079, then you start with that. Then you go to double 80. Then you go to double 83 and so on and so forth. And I think there was a double 081, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. But anyway, like I said, this this I watched, I marathoned it all in order. I don't remember all that crap. I, but I did write the review, so I'm just dusting it off. But, so, this is the, the ideal bridging series between Big Daddy 1979 and then the next major series called Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam, which in my opinion is the best Gundam in the Universal Century by far. It's just my favorite. And then the my second favorite is the second half of Zeta. But, um, because of, or double Zeta, because the first half is just some burning the dinosaur bull crap, which, <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to do that review. That was some bull crap. Anyway, so it's a step up in obviously jumping from what, 1979. And then let me Google it again. Mobile suit Gundam. Sorry, I'm just too lazy to do any cuts. Stardust memory, my anime list. Okay, 1991. So basically, you jump from 1979, then you watch a couple other movies, then you jump to this, which is 1991 to 1992, and then to watch Zeta, you jump back to 1985. I can't speak. 1985. So, you you know, it's just like I said, you're going to see a jump in quality. You're going to see a a jump in animation. You're going to see different styles. And it's really cool. It it doesn't, you're, nothing is lost by the fact that these come out in different years and you go back and you see the story. And what's really cool is that the people who watched it in order, which would be our parents, because we're too young for that. I imagine most people listening to me weren't, wasn't born in 1979. Uh, the people who watched it when it first came out, like they never knew what happened in between this and that. It's like, this is how it was at the end of Mobile Suit Big Daddy Gundam. And this is how it is in Zeta Gundam. This story here tells you how things came to be. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I like that. But, um, so yeah, you get your nineties artwork, which I'm always a fan of nineties artwork. You get a really cool, just kind of rocking soundtrack, rock music, and it's kind of, it's kind of cheesy a little bit, but not really. It's pretty cool. It fits the series. It's really cool. Um, and of course we get a lot of action, like with any Gundam series. If you like robots shooting at each other, and, and apparently in this one, well, not apparently this one has a nuke in it. 
So that's pretty cool. It's not like they're nuking each other the whole series, even though I think did he shoot a nuke? I think he shot a nuke at the end. I don't remember if he shot it during the series. Kind of review is this. I don't even remember what happened in the series. I'm trying to review this mug. But um but yeah, yeah. I, I uh you know, uh, with with any Gundam series you're gonna get the giant robot on robot boning action because I'm trying to get a hentai uh, reference in here somewhere. And just, uh, I just can't, just can't. And then, um, with any Gundam series, you're going to get some romance up in this mug. You know, there's some, some romance up in here. I don't remember who, and I didn't write down who it was. I just know that there was some romance up in this mug. You know, ain't no hentai action, but you know, romance. So there you go. And of course, character development is really done. Code, code, you Rocky or whatever his name is. Pretty sure I didn't butcher that name, but you know, the protagonist, he's just a normal guy who, you know, he's a completely green newbie. He's just, he starts off like little to no experience. And by the time he gets to the end of the series, he's just this hardened, you know, battle hardened, um, mobile suit pilot. And he, he's the guy who jumps into the next Gundam. He like, he doesn't just jump into a mobile suit. He jumps into a Gundam. Okay. So, you know, by the time he's ready for that, or by the time we get to the end of the series, all 13 episodes, he goes from complete noob to just friggin' hardcore one shotting, you know, other mobile suits and stuff. So this guy is just, it's always good to see that the writing just maintains his quality. No matter what series you watch, Except for Gundam Unicorn, which I will get to that. <laughs> it was just confusing. I'm sorry. I don't care what people rated that that anime, but I hated Gundam Unicorn. It was ugh, any <laughs> about to lose like so many listeners. Anyway, um, what else I gotta say about this mess? Um, just overall, it was just it's just a, it's, it's, it's a good series. It's short and sweet. It, it bridges the gap between one major series to the other. It tells a story that, um, it tells it from the perspective of a normal soldier. Like, I don't think Ko Uraki was a new type, which normally new types are the guys. They're like a, an evolved version of humanity. And when they get into a Gundam, they can like sense when someone's behind them. So they can do like a 360 no scope and take them out without ever seeing them. There's like, Oh, I sense it. They're kind of like Jedi. They're like Jedi, but with mobile suits. Okay. Uh, they can sense danger. They can react faster. They can do things that normal people can't do. I don't think uh, and take this with grain of salt. Cause I don't remember, but I don't think Koryu Rocky was a new type. He was just a normal guy thrust into the situation and he was the only guy for the job to take and pilot this Gundam. And uh, I'm pretty sure it ends pretty sadly. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty sure this one, like most uh, Gundam series, there is the theme that war is hell. Like there is never, I don't think I've ever watched a Gundam series where, uh, in the universal century anyway, where there was a necessarily a happy ending like without some tragedy, at least getting you there. Like the way Zeta will end is just tragic. It like, you will literally be like, what the crap, man? Like you will, you'll walk away from mobile suit Zeta. Like, Oh gosh, like what is life? You know, I was contemplating life after that, which is why I think it's so good because that one has affected me literally years later, six or seven years later. I'm still thinking about the way that one ended. That was 
freaking insane. Um, it is the same with this, not to the same impact as Zeta had on me, but you do get this in you know, a war is hell type of message where it's like, this is no one wins in this, you know, no, nobody wins. Even when you kill all the bad guys, you know, what you're left with is death and destruction and loss and sadness. And even though there is some, you know, some, uh, what's the saying? There, there's some goodness that comes out of it. Maybe some romance or whatever. It's just everybody just ultimately loses in one way or another. Anyway, if you're looking for a bridging series between Mobile Suit 0079, Big Daddy Gundam, and the next Big Daddy Gundam uh, in the 80s, which is um, uh, Zeta, then Mobile Suit Gundam Stardust Memory 0083 is is your series. Uh, it I will say that it basically is essential viewing because even though... When it came out, basically the people who watched it in the 70s and 80s, <laughs> you know, like they didn't even know this was going to exist because literally 10 years later this came out. But since we're alive and since we have it, you should watch it. You should watch it in order. Uh, it will give you a perspective that you would not have had uh, when Zeta comes out. Or you can watch it the way it came out. Like it went from basically it'll just do a time skip and you won't know what happened in that time skip. And you can be in the dark, just like the people who watched it originally. So you can watch it that way. That's fine. And then eventually go back and watch it. And you'd be like, oh, this is why this is this way or this is that way, you know? So, yeah, watch it like that. Uh, so I give Mobile Suit Stardust Memory uh, 7 out of 10. At least that's what I gave it back then. I might have given it a different score if I watched it today, having watched all the other Gundam series. You know, it's... You know, it's just, but I'm going to keep true to what I wrote back in the day in 2014, 7 out of 10. And I recommend this, obviously, to the Universal Century fans. Uh, this is Batman Live 2002. I'm just going to keep rolling with it, baby. I got more Gundam series to, to give you. I got Zeta, Double Zeta. What else I got? <laughs> There's so many others. Uh, Origin. I got, I got, uh, 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 a unicorn, Ugh, unicorn. Um, it's not that bad, but there were some parts of unicorn that was just the fruit was happening here. Well, so I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Then we're going to go into the other, I'm sure there's other uh, universal century stuff that I think victory Gundam falls into universal century. Then you got iron blood orphan, which is its own unit, its own, uh, a timeline. Oh, you got a turn a Gundam, which kind of, turn like kind of incorporates multiple what's really cool about uh sorry for the rant but it's what's really cool about turn a gundam is that it kind of incorporates multiple timelines universal century and other timelines of other gundam series all into one and basically like one scene and then you're like wait how did he use the attack from g gundam in this century you know it, it was pretty cool of course g gundam uh, um, uh, what else you got? What else you got? You got freaking, um, um, oh man, Double O Gundam, I think it's called. It's a newer series. I, I don't remember the name. Like, Double O Gundam is really cool. It's kind of like uh, Gundam Wing, Gundam Wing, of course. It's like a retelling of Gundam Wing, and then you got a retelling of the original Gundam in the form of Gundam Seed, and then Gundam Seed De Destiny, I think it's called, or whatever the next series. What else we got? What else we got? There's so many Gundam series. I, I got I got them all, baby. I got them, not all of them, but a lot of them. This is Batman Live 2002. I just need you guys to do me one favor. Just one. Hit some little favor. Just one. Just one little favor. Just, you know, just do it for me, please.
do for me. Do for Gundam. Stay with Sasson, baby. <laughs> Stay with Sasson. Why, why, why I say baby? It's people. Stay with Sasson, people. Stay with Sasson. But, you know, it could be a baby. You know, there could be infants listening to this podcast right now. And really, they shouldn't because there's, there's so many... You know, explicit episodes I have. Why would an infant be listening to the podcast? Stay with awesome people. Stay with awesome. Fruit out here with that nonsense. I'm talking to myself. Bye. Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Janet.